So I want to let everybody know I'm a little bit loopy tonight uh, for a couple reasons. First, I just filled out my um, end counseling for my student loans for my graduate school since I finished on Sunday. Uh, that was depressing. Um, no one in management at my current place of work has spoken to me since I put in my two weeks notice. And I've been working on my final paper and project for my MBA. So I'm a little bit... Uh, mentally spent so i hope this episode comes through good <laughs> i'm excited to talk about it but just to give everybody a little bit of a heads up about why i might sound a little loopy this week how are you doing justin eh, i'm okay um are you hot oh i am are the boys hot. roasting yes <laughs> yeah i thought about zooming my camera in and just sitting here without any pants on but <laughs> I, i've I, already told you if you find if you if you are more comfortable sitting there like you know no shirt just chilling uh, like we're just hanging out it's a podcast hey, it's, no one can it's, see it. i'm in like a sweat lodge here it's good for me right i'm gonna fucking i can absolutely sweat see it though, some... you are starting to turn that room into your own little space and i'm liking it each week i see more and more yeah, Updates. I gotta see. I because I can't really see. Uh, uh, like you got the shelves behind you. you got some pictures. Yeah. Who is the Who is the photograph on the wall? It looks like Mila Jovovich from Resident Evil Three, but uh, that's I know actually you Bruce well Campbell. To know it's not. <laughs> it's Who Bruce Campbell. It? Bruce Campbell. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> my I, one I, I, I know picture you of Bruce well Campbell. enough to know that that is not what it is. And I got my un- tiny little. Uh, that's my PS3 TV. That's what I call okay. it. That's the only thing that's hooked up to there right now. Everything what else am I like... seeing out the window? Is that a garage? Is that a diner? That's just across the street. That's just a house okay. across the street. I'm okay, like up on the third floor. So. All right. So we're looking far out into the wilds of Canada is what you're telling me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like those people. So whatever. <laughs> so what are you, what, what's new for, what's oh, new for you? Man. It's been a week, but we also haven't been talking a lot because I'm, I'm assuming we've both just been super busy. <laughs> yeah, I uh, so for the last two days, Michelle's been like super sick. So I've just I've stayed home from work, um, which has been kind of nice. Um, oh man, what did I do this week? I had like the worst physio of my life this week. I was actually like in tears. Uh, it hurt real bad. It not in like a bad way, just like in a eventually I'll feel better way. Um, but let's see. I watched Get Out. Um, yep. Caught up to what we do in the shadows. Um, I wrote like almost nothing this week. <laughs> I like almost took the week off, which was <laughs> kind of nice. Um, Those kind of weeks are always necessary. I'm excited to, to well, take a little bit of a mental break here soon. So I did that. And then today I was like, oh shit, I got to write like this thing and this thing and this thing oh man and this thing is up here so, so gotta, you were like, right back into it uh i didn't do any today but okay. tomorrow my plan is like gotta bang a bunch of it out because uh yeah i got a lot of okay. stuff coming up um but game wise i've actually played a lot of different games this week i just okay, well, i kind of like dabbled in a little bit of everything okay. um so because i finally hooked up the ps3 and stuff yes um i went on like a a little bit of a spending spree on the PSN games uh, that you can only get on like either PS2 digital games, which are like $5 instead of like $200 or mm-hmm. just like, you know, ran- random shit. Um, yep. So I played, let's see. Okay. Where do I start? I played a little bit of GoldenEye Reloaded, which I forgot how bad that game is. 
I have never played that, and to be very honest, I don't even know what that is. Uh, basically, they remade <clears throat> GoldenEye on the, like the 360 PS3 generation consoles, but okay. they may instead of Pierce Brosnan, it uh, it's Daniel Craig, and they kind of like tried to expand it out a little bit more, which didn't really work for. It. They changed a lot of what was like really good about it. Yeah, it's interesting to say the least. Okay. I guess. Um, I've started playing Metal Gear Solid 1 and Metal Gear Solid 2, kind of both at the same time. Sorry, I have to look over. Um, what the fuck game is that? Um, I picked up Dante's Inferno. What the hell is that? I'm excited to play that. Um, I started playing the uh, um, the Sands of Time trilogy again. What is the Sands uh, of Time Prince trilogy? Of, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Prince of Persia, Warrior Within. Spoiler, I have never played a Prince of Persia game. I don't think those would be the ones for you because they did not okay. eat. Uh, the first one, especially, because I just started playing the first one today. Uh, did not did age, age very well. well. Oh, God, no, it's fucking horrible. Um, okay. But, I, I mean, I, I still know what's to come, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, played a little bit more Cult of the Lamb. I played some Xenoblade chronicles 3 i played some tokyo jungle uh what is tokyo jungle you can't pass a game like that (laughs) okay sorry uh so tokyo jungle is like a ps3 exclusive game basically you are in tokyo and it's like the far future all the humans have died and animals have taken over okay basically how it starts is you're you kind of like you have to do this like weird tutorial mission but you have to do it uh, and it like kind of teaches you how to play all the, like the different types of animals, and then you can basically pick an animal and go. Um, well, kind of. You have to like unlock them, you know. But you start with a corgi, and you basically have to survive Tokyo, like an irradiated Tokyo, as a corgi, like hunting animal, hunting other animals, and like running away from other. It's really fucking weird. Um, I'll send you a trailer. It's okay. Fucking weird, but it's like one of my favorite PS3 games. Um, I started playing. Oh god, I have to look the name of this game up. It was a. Oh man, Arayu versus the Soulless. All right, okay. I just I gotta get this right. Um. Uh, S M N T. What the fuck? Okay. Um. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, You're okay. Uh, PS2 games. I Like I said, I went on like a little bit of a spending spree. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I started playing Shin Megami Tensei, Devil Summoner, Reidu Kuzunoa versus the Soulless Army today. Okay. Um, it's basically a spinoff of the SMT series, just like Persona, except for this is kind of like more detective-based and it's more of like an action RPG kind of. It's interesting. Okay. It kind of hasn't aged that great, but fun enough anyways. Um, started playing the second one of that as well, because why the fuck not? Um, sure. Jeez. I know there's more, but I just... Oh, I started playing Resident Evil 2 Remake, Resident Evil 3 Remake, just like messing around with mods. Uh, Witcher 3 messing around with mods. God else i know there's something else but honestly like i've just been like (laughs) i haven't been able to like sit down and like focus on anything i've just been kind of like bouncing all over the place 
honestly, other than that, can't really remember. But I think I just named like thirty games. So you whatever, got off my back. You named a whole lot. <laughs> uh, what, what about you, though? <clears throat> I have like not a lot. So I am on episode eleven of Attack on Titan, but I'm really excited to be finished with schoolwork so I can actually sit down and enjoy it. Um, cause I, I am liking it. I think it's gonna be very interesting, but I'm not in a place with like my schoolwork and my job transition where I can like sit down and commit to it. Yeah, that's kind so, of one that you have to pay attention cause, to. Yeah, because like, I mentioned with, with Dragon Ball, for a lot of the episodes, it was very easy just to have it on on the side. You could stop and watch some of the fight stuff, but like, I mean, going back to the Frieza fight, that was like a fifty episode fight scene. Yeah. So like it was very easy to kind of pop around and listen, but this is not the case with Attack on Titan. So that's what that I am up to date again on Harley Quinn season three. Oh shit! I haven't watched any of that. This week's episode is probably the best television I've seen all year. Devin made a comment because I don't really laugh out loud a lot to like TV or games and stuff. Like it, it takes a lot to get that kind of reaction yeah. out of me. It's not that I don't enjoy it, but to actually get me to like laugh to it. Yeah. Dude, Justin. It was so good. It was so fucking funny. I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, so I'm not, not going to dive into it, but holy shit, it was good. I, I cannot recommend this show more. Um, it's it's so great. Uh, movies, I watched Get Out, and then I told you before we started recording, tomorrow, um, me and a couple of friends are going to go to Texas Roadhouse. Uh, and then after Texas Roadhouse, we are heading to the movie theater to see the new Dragon Ball movie. So I, I so I know nothing about the new Dragon Ball movie. Is it like do I. okay? All I know is that it's focusing on my two favorite characters. So I am incredibly excited. So do, where does it take place? Like canonically, it's the it's the newest thing in the story. Okay, so it's like after okay. after the Tournament of Power. Okay, or the interesting. Galactic tournament, or whatever it's called, the newest tournament. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Okay, cool. And yeah. its focus is on Gohan and Piccolo, and apparently they're both getting new forms. And uh, Piccolo and Gohan are my favorite characters, so I am very, very, very excited. Uh, I got a, a shirt for tomorrow, a custom shirt of Piccolo. Cause I can't find it, so I had to go get it custom. I will be wearing that to work. <laughs> and I am also interested if anybody has played it if they would let me know how the game Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is. Uh, I have it, and I have played it. And? It's okay. It's fun. Yeah. It's, oh. It definitely is a Dragon Ball Z game. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm waiting for it to go on sale because I want to pay full price for it, especially because a lot of expansions and stuff. So I am interested. I'm just kind of waiting for it to go on sale. It can get very grindy. I don't mind that though, as long as there's well, exactly. not an online component to it. I mean, <laughs> Final Fantasy X too. <laughs> like enough, yeah. enough said. I I have yeah. I have committed to the grind. Yeah, it, it's honestly it's it's fun. I think a fan of Dragon Ball would really love it. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of that filler, but also like a lot of really cool nods to both Dragon Ball Z and even like Dragon Ball and probably okay. future stuff. But I don't, I haven't seen that stuff, right? So I'm not 100 percent sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll continue to keep an eye out for it. Uh, games, I played more Control. I'm on the Find Marshall mission. I have to look that up. 
Okay, so I just finished. I was in like the reactor place, and I had to put the power cores on. So I finished that part. She told the other girl about her brother and about her like thing in her head, the Aurora. Is that what it's called? What's the thing in her head? Polaris. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm on the mission after that whole conversation. So you are on of this walkthrough I'm looking at page seven of 19. Okay. And, and that, and that is about where I thought it was too. Cause I know I haven't really dove into it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, next week I don't have no more schoolwork so I can literally come home from work and sit down and actually play a video game and not we're like, well, I got it. I got it right. I have that exam due. I am so excited. Uh, books. I'm still listening to Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Stone. I'm about halfway through. I listened to that before bed. I just throw it on and put a 15 minute timer on and rack out to it. And then I started a book. I got it from the library. Uh, it's the Scarlet Gospels. Do you know why you should know what that is? No. <laughs> it is the sequel to the Hellbound Heart. Oh, I read something about that while I was looking up Hellbound Heart. Okay, interesting. I finished the prologue and I am in uh, part one. Uh, I just I just got it last night. Um, I'm planning on reading more tonight. It's actually pretty decent. Um, it's not. I can already tell just from the beginning that it is not going to be the kind of cerebral read that Hellbound Heart was. Hellbound Heart was like very like metaphorical, and it was. Like, I, I can just tell this is not going to be that, okay. which is fine. Like, I, I don't care, right? Uh, it, it can't be worse than the movies we've been watching, which I think soon our review of Hellworld will be coming out. And that was probably the most unfiltered version of myself I think we've ever had on a podcast recording. I think we were all very over it. open. <laughs> just, yeah, open for conversation and group chats were renamed and extended episodes were planned uh definitely 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 check that out yeah um only last kind of note i have is everyone get ready next week at the end of the episode at the end of our control review we will have the trailer for the next season um note to justin uh get on that (laughs) that was my subtle little tip of the hat without being a tip of the hat too much um that's all I got. I'm excited to get out. We're going to follow a very similar format to last week. I kind of liked how we did it. I'm not sure if we'll take that into the new season, but I think for stuff like this, I, I thought it was really cool. I thought it was a really good idea by you, so I figured we'd do it again. So people don't know, there will be minimal spoilers of anything, no 60-second summary, um, but a lot of background and a lot of kind of like a discussion about the movie as a whole. So, Justin, if Wait, you are Wait, hold ready, on. Before oh, that. So sorry. I want I, I I meant to touch on this. Sorry. So okay. I'd mentioned all those games that I played, right? <clears throat> yes. So I spent maybe about fifty dollars <laughs> on PSN. Uh-huh. I I just happened to look it up. So that game, the uh, Devil Summoner, Summer oh. Soulless Army. Yeah. That game, the physical version of that game alone is three hundred and fifty dollars. It is the reason why I will never fault a single person for emulating because when you emulate, you're not hurting the publisher because they've already made their money on it. You're just enriching 
third party people, if not price gougers at the worst, right? So, like, and if all you're trying to do is play a game, yeah, there are three game two two to three games that we are playing next season mm-hmm. that if I were to buy them together would be four hundred fifty dollars. I'm do looking not have at it right that now. Kind of money. I'm gonna tell you right now. I bought them for five dollars each on PSN. Awesome. For the uh, for the through the PS3, like it's that is one of the main reasons why I got that thing. Cause your fat PS3. I, I didn't even get a fat one. I, oh, you didn't? No, I didn't need one. Cause I have a working PS2. I just noticed what your shirt is, and that might be the most fucking adorable thing I've ever seen. Oh, Lord of the Cats? For the list, yeah. For the listeners, it is the Lord of the Rings. It is Frodo and his Hobbit friends and Gandalf, but they're cats. And I'm not oh, even a big cat guy. Uh, here, let me lift it up so you can see the bottom of it too. Sorry, I gotta. It's all of them. Oh my gosh, they're all there. Can yeah. we like include a picture of that in the Discord or something at some yeah, point? Yeah, sure. It's uh, it's uh, Lord of the Cats, the furlough ship of the rings. Justin, I love that. I love that so goddamn much. Thank you. There was a while where I went through cat-themed shirts. I did that. It's adorable. I don't blame you. Okay. That's all I got. Are you ready to dive into this review? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. So for our listeners, as a little reminder, the reason why we were reviewing Get Out is because when we reviewed Nope, we realized that this is the only Peel movie we haven't reviewed, so we're going to get it out of the way. Um, And it's a good movie, and we like scary movies, so I think it's a good place to go. So it's a 2017 American psychological horror film written, co-produced, and directed by Jordan Peel. It is his directorial debut. It stars Daniel Kaluuya, who you'll remember from Nope, and Allison Williams. Kaluuya was cast based on the strength of his performance in the Black Mirror episode, 15 Million Merits. That party sequence is why I really wanted to do this film, because I've been to that party, Kaluuya told the LA Times. He feels like an everyman. He's kind of like J. Cole. Chris is that guy that everyone knows, who has been in everyone's class at school. That good guy from around the area. Allison Williams said she was cast by Peel as a sneaky gambit to disorient audiences. Jordan told me that he had always pictured me as Rose because Peter Pan or Marnie would make it easier for people to trust me. Uh, Williams noted, I was looking for a role that would weaponize everything that people take for granted about me, so I instantly signed on to it. Williams later observed that white audience audiences frequently misinterpret the motivations of her character rose by defending her as being a victim of the cult an interpretation she rejects as the character is simply evil the scene where rose drinks milk while looking at a potential future victim was conceived shortly before shooting to add an additional creepy element to the character the song used in the scene i've had the time of my life is intended to reflect rose's emotional detachment There's something kind of horrific about milk, Peel explained. Think about it. Think about what we're doing. Milk is kind of gross. (laughs) 
The entire film only took 23 days to shoot. It premiered at the Sundance Film Festival. It was a massive commercial. Blah, 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 blah. It was a massive commercial success, grossing over two hundred and fifty-five million dollars worldwide on only a four point five million dollar budget. The net profit was one hundred and twenty-four point eight million, making it the tenth most profitable film of twenty seventeen. Peel won the Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay at the Academy Awards, with additional nominations for the film for Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Actor. In the original ending, Chris is arrested by the police after strangling Rose. Instead of rescuing Chris, Rod meets him in jail and asks him for information about the Armitage family to investigate, but Chris insists that he stop them and everything is fine. Peel intended this ending to reflect the realities of racism. By the time production had begun, however, several high-profile police shootings of black people had made discussion had made discussion, in Peel's words, more woke. After gauging reception at test screenings, he decided the film needed a happy ending, but felt a moment when the audience believed Chris is about to get arrested would preserve the intended reaction that he was looking for. Uh, and if you own the Blu-ray, which I do, you can actually see the original ending that he shot. Oh, interesting. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That is a uh, nope. Yeah, it's a, it's it's weird to see this so soon after, after seeing nope. nope or yeah nope yeah yeah. Uh, so I am curious, Justin. Okay. If you, my sixty-second summary for this movie would be: a black man goes with his white girlfriend to meet her family, only to discover. Things are not as they seem. Yeah. How is that for a one sentence, no spoiler summary? That's good because I mean that I leaves them hanging. If for whatever reason they haven't seen this movie, which is yeah, crazy. I think you have, and I think even more so than Ex Machina will probably be dipping into some spoilers. But that is, that's kind of the gist of it. So I kind of want to leave it with you. Uh, what did you think of this movie? So I'm a little... I have two thoughts about it. Okay. One, I liked it a lot more before I saw Nope. <laughs> but I still I still really liked it. It's yeah. just... it's. It, I enjoyed Get Out more than Us. Oh, I totally agree. And then it's just, you know, so even going into Nope, I was like, oh, I wonder how this is going to kind of stack up to yeah. Get Out. But Nope, Nope took that spot. Mm-hmm for me um and it was this is only the second time i've seen this movie oh okay i don't i don't really watch rewatch movies i know that yeah, much. yeah. We, we discussed that yeah um so it was interesting to pick up on all the very subtlety. obvious well there's a <laughs> lot of like moments. there's a lot of like subtlety and like two-tonedness to a lot of what everybody is saying that you yes. don't really that your first time watching you have no idea mm-hmm. and it's it's very interesting to kind of go back through it and watch it again and pick up on all those hints and clues and like you kind of sit there and go like oh how how did i not see this before but yeah I, I think it is very well written because it's a completely different experience watching it a second time than it is a first time 
I totally agree. And that even goes back to our review of Nope, right? Yeah. Is that I said, I have to see it again because I know there is stuff here that I missed. Like, yeah. I just know that. And it's because of this movie. I remember the first time watching it, it was just a very fun time. Not fun time. It was a very good horror movie. It had a lot of good elements, a lot of twists and turns. Uh, going back watching it a second time, you said you start picking up on the subtle hints that are there. The way the parents talk to him, some of the references they make, a lot of just the way characters interact towards well, Chris. Even even the way Rose responds yeah. to everybody talking to Chris. Yeah. Like it's, originally you're kind of like, oh yeah, she is also disgusted when really it's like, no, she's trying to say like, come on, like ease off a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And I found it very interesting when I was doing the background research and I found out that there are people who try to like defend her. Yeah, that's why I, was... I when she is a part of the cult 100%. Like they like I, I never even thought like she's a bad person. Like and it's crazy that there are people out there who would defend the crying white woman no matter what. It's just <laughs> insane. Um I don't know. I, I I really don't know how you find like how you defend her. Well, at all. Welcome to America, my friend. Uh, <laughs> I, I I will say I have had this thought for a while, and I had this thought the first time I watched the uh, the original ending that Peel intended. So, I live in America, as most of our listeners do too, and the systemic racism that is inherent in policing, and just in America in general, but specifically in policing, is very prevalent in day-to-day life and politics and culture and at first i thought that peel should have kept the original ending i think it ended up being okay because it was his friend right who is a cop who was there to help him Mm -hmm. but it also made sense to me if that wasn't the original ending it would have been far heavier right like it would have been some dark shit but it has made me wonder if the film's message would have been even more effective with that darker ending as opposed to the happy ending. You know what I mean? And and honestly, on the day of the week, my thought on that question changes. It, yeah, that's it, it, it truly I can, does. I can see that for sure, yeah. Um, but I think the script is very tight. I think that the way a lot of characters interact with each other is done very well. Like when Chris ends up getting the therapy to do the smoking cessation, right? Like, I feel like that is a very genuine situation that any guy dating a girl could easily find themselves in, right? Just trying to appease the parent or whatever. Um, Everything happens and never feels forced or out of place, even though we're having this very kind of weird story in the end, right? Like, like what's happening? Um, It never feels false force or false or like or like like situations that it's like okay this this would never happen or something no one's that dumb you know what i mean like it all feels genuine and good uh i think that this before i saw nope i would say this was peel's best writing i do think that nope is peel's best movie to date but this is still a hell of a plot um One of the scenes that I can just never 
get out of my head is when he's sitting there picking cotton out of the chair. Yeah. To get himself out. I just... Peel sees things and sees scenes when he's writing shit out that I just... I don't know how he does it. And I, I just really find his screenplays to just be top-notch. So, for plot here, um, I, I did give it a 10. I gave it a 9. Okay. I agree. I, I think it is really, really good. Um, and <clears throat> it's very solid. I just, I don't think it, it gets close to nope, but it doesn't. It doesn't okay. get to, and yeah. So, I will kind of echo that for cinematography, what you just said. Uh, I think this movie is very good. It's shocking for a first-time director to see how clean everything looks and how the scenes move together. But I think since we did just so recently watch and review Nope, I think we can see Peel's growth as a director. Um, obviously, Nope tackled a lot of CGI elements, which are not really prevalent here. But there, I mean, no, you know, I, I mean, there's no spaceship. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, I, I I just I think there are some scenes that are just not up to the level of how scary or how well shot Nope is. And the scene I want to talk about and compare it in particular, in Nope, we talked about the scene in the barn with the quote the unquote aliens, yeah, right. And then I think the big scene in Get Out is when the guy's running towards him in the darkness. Yeah, I think that the scene and get out with the guy running towards him is effective more for the soundscape as opposed to what you are seeing. And I think in Nope, it's effective because of what you are seeing and not hearing. Yeah. And we've discussed this a lot in the How Scary sections for a lot of movies. And it's not necessarily like a zinger, right, which I, I hate and I will never defend. So it's not that. It's just that I think it is done the, a similar scene is done better later on, which makes sense because Peel is getting better as a director as he directs more. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree. I was actually, uh, it's funny that you say that because when Michelle and I were watching this last night, that's what we talked about too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I agree. There's a lot of growth in Peel, and not. I mean, that's not to say that this isn't beautifully shot because it is. Exactly, it is, it is. But I do think he has grown and shown more potential and more like which is wild because like you said this is his first time directing and it was outstanding yeah and uh but yeah i i think it's close to nope but it doesn't i think one of my favorite things about the way or about some of the shots he makes are the eyes of his characters Mm -hmm. especially the black characters who have had their bodies taken over by the white people yeah like it, it's going to be an audio too right i guess we talk about performances but i think the way he captures like their pain the actor's portrayal of pain and suffering in this in the eyes is really 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 good um so again i i think we have to compare it to nope because like we guess we're kind of doing right we're comparing peel's movies together yeah i, I gave it a nine it's still very 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 good but you can see that he's grown so yeah i mean i i also gave it a nine i am um, because i i think they're like really big standout shot in this that everybody probably remembers is like sinking 
Oh, sure. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I, it still looks fantastic and it's still like very seamless. Yeah. But again, comparing it to Nope, I think there was a lot more kind of like experimental stuff, experimental shots in that, that I, I think paid off very well for him. And I think he's, I don't know, I think he's grown a lot. And uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's crazy this movie's only five years old. This is how much yeah. growth he's had in five years. I yeah, know that wild. there was an interview that came out where people were saying that he's the best horror director, and he's like, no, that's John Carpenter. And I think that whenever we decide to end this podcast, we'll probably have a discussion about who our favorite directors or game publishers are and stuff. Okay. Um, and I, I do think that like Wes Craven and John Carpenter, like these guys who have seasoned careers, you know, mm-hmm. uh, right now maybe have the edge just because of their longevity but if peel continues on this trajectory i truly think that he easily could become the greatest horror director of all time i mean you can't forget about charles band though i was gonna say james wan who is charles band (laughs) he made the ginger dead man Okay, audio. I'm just not. I am just not even engaging you. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's that's very fair. Um, I think here again is another area that I was really impressed by how how just breathtaking performances Jordan Peele got. I think that we have discussed that in Us. I, I think Us might be the scariest movie that Jordan has done, but I think it's the weakest overall. Yeah, I agree. But even in that, the actors' performances across the board are so good. And we get this here again. Like, if you haven't gotten it through your head enough yet, Kaluuya is, like, one of my favorite actors. Like, if I see he's in a movie like Judas or well, any of these man, movies. It is wild, like, because he is so, so in Nope. He is this very, like, withdrawn character, and he is the exact opposite here. I know! And it is, like, it is... It's Have you fantastic. seen the Black Mirror episode that they're talking about? Nope. You should watch it. I've seen one episode it. of Black Mirror, and it depressed me so much that I decided okay. I was never so going to watch that show again. It's still depressing, but it's not as bad as the others. Okay. It's, it's one of my favorite episodes. Okay. You, I, I, if, if you like him as an actor, I think you I should do. watch I it. I do. I think he's fucking amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I do. Especially since that is why Peel wanted to cast him in the first place. I, I do think you should watch it. Again... That episode is called. Let me go back to my notes. Do 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 do. It is fifteen million merits. I'm pretty sure it's in the first season. Hmm. But anyway, um, I thought Allison Williams was really good. Was it was a very good casting because it was against character. Like she was in the show Girls, and like she's like kind of like you're like typical american white woman right and you have like sympathy for like i said like the 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 tears of white women like run you know what i mean and like i think casting her in that role was great i think the parents were cast great Catherine keener is fantastic i think everybody who was cast was cast in such a way that they kind of have that like liberal elitist like we're we're in the struggle with you but you know they're just talking bullshit out of their mouths so they can stay high in high society and I just think that all those performances are done so well and done in like the trusting manner of like letting Jordan get his message through. I mean, mm-hmm. He's a first time director. Like he's he's obviously really successful with Key and Peel, right? 
but this is his first time behind the camera and they put a lot of trust in him and he gets some just amazing performances out of his cast i think the score is once again great but i don't think it's on the same level as nope like I, i'm going to just really hit home that the western theme oh dude it's a fucking mixed banger with alien mixed with jaws like yeah. it's just astounding so comparing anything to that is going to be very very hard but I, I just think that the acting performances and the audio and the soundscape and, like, when he's falling down into the abyss or when she taps her spoon on the cup, there are just some really... And it's the music he puts in here, too, right? Like, he has a lot of, like, hip-hop also with, like, old-school music and, like, classics. Jordan Peele really established himself in this movie as a force to be reckoned with, and I'm just so happy that all of his outings since have just shown that our faith is well placed. So you, uh, I mean, I, I'm going to second everything you said, cause you basically covered it all. Um, except for the music. Okay. Um, not necessarily like the choice of like licensed music, but the yeah. score. Um, I just, I think that see, it's hard because I can't remember the score of us either. Um, all I remember from us is, uh, I got five on it. That remix. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's all. That is the only thing about the music from us I remember is that fucking killer remix. See, and and that's that's kind of where I'm coming up at. Like, it, it's it's a little hard for me because Nope was fucking outstanding. Like, and it's the same composer too, which is important to keep in mind. Yeah, which is wild because like here, you can you can hear that there's a lot of love and a lot of like passion for movie but i don't think it's very like it's not as memorable um it doesn't like hit home as much it it definitely feels like uh um, i think by the time we get to nope yeah i think by the time we get to nope jordan and the composer are more on the same page there's more trust there's more like more of them working together and i think that is what allows us to have Oh, dude, because like Nope was. It's really hard. It's it's hard to go back to the soundtrack or like the well, score. The, the score of this after Nope. Yeah, we got Childish Gambino for our licensed music, and you you really can't beat that. You just you just can't. All right, so audio. I gave it an eight and a half. I gave it a seven and a half. Because okay. I made also the unfortunate mistake of while I was putting the music together for the topic i was like oh man there's that nope track nope. <laughs> and just listen to it it's fucking amazing so i will say one area of this movie where mm-hmm. how scary that i did find a higher rated than nope was how scary i'm curious if it had a similar effect for you no i went okay it was way lower for me okay so I want to tell you why I find it scary, and yeah. I think this is... We've had many reviews like this where this has happens for us. Yeah, absolutely. As I mentioned earlier, seeing the systemic racism in America, having it exasperated after 2020 with the George Floyd incident and the Black Lives Matter protests and all of that, and just seeing how it prevails in society... Like, you can see so much that happens. Um, It's crazy that we can't address it. 
and so seeing like i mentioned in the audio section specifically about these like liberal elitists who talk a game but don't ever back it up and are literally just using people as pawns it really kind of disgusts me it's one of my biggest issues with kamala harris our current vice president is like she was notorious for punishing like people with like marijuana possession really really harshly when she was uh ag or ad out in california and then she when she was on the campaign trail she was joking about smoking weed on a radio show and it's like it's like that kind of shit to me that really really upsets me and so to see this and to and the the marnie betrayal for me always like, it doesn't catch me off guard it just always is really hard to watch because you mentioned how you saw when you were watching like signs that she wasn't good yeah i have watched this several times and i've never picked up on that and i, I i'm not sure if it's seeing a really really pretty girl i just can't see past it until it's like right in front of my face um i i, I don't know but there's something about that that is very hard for me to watch every time and I mentioned also in cinematography that one of my favorite things about this movie is the pain captured in people's eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is still very, very relevant for me when I give this score is that I, I whenever I watch this movie and I probably watched, I probably watched it a couple times the first year it came out and probably once a year since then. It's, it's hard to realize I live in society where there are actual people who live this on a day-to-day basis. Like we discussed this movie when we interviewed Ashley Blackwell way back when, mm-hmm. um, about a lot of themes and stuff we've seen. It was obviously discussed in horror noir, which we covered. Um, it's just crazy that so much of this shit is just still really prevalent. Um, I don't want to speak for Canada. I'm not hundred percent sure. I'm sure you guys have your issues and stuff, but in America mm-hmm. it's kind of very much ingrained in like the founding of our country and it's just crazy that we haven't sh- shook it. So there's a lot of that for me. And, and I, I know that some people may find may not find that scary. Like, obviously, I'm notorious for my review of Godzilla and how scary I rated that because of the whole nuclear annihilation question or whatever. Um, but I do find this scarier because when with Nope, I mean, I love aliens. I love all that. But it's... It's sci-fi, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, when, and coming back to Get Out, it's very real. So, that is the reason why my score is going to be what it is. How about yourself? You said you did not find this as scary, so yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, knowing what happens definitely takes away from it. And even I remember the first time watching it, uh, okay. this the like scariness of it all wasn't really what pushed it forward for me um sure 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 i i mean I, i've even if you look back to our godzilla review the, the realism of stuff doesn't really like affect me unless it's like which is hey. why i love reviewing stuff with you because expect there are a lot of things in particularly how scary where we just have different viewpoints i think it makes a good average yeah uh, yeah that that's fair <laughs> um i just i i, I like obviously yes 
these things ha- I'm sure this stuff happens in Canada all the time I just I don't know about it right because I it's not <laughs> as ingrained in half of our society as it is uh, America unfortunately and like mm-hmm. unfortunately that it's ingrained in your society um, obviously like I said Canada has its issues but I don't think it's that bad um obviously yes it happens and anyways it's not as bad as America <laughs> is what I'm, what I'm trying to say um didn't mean to put you on the spot to talk about this no no that's okay tough no, whatever <laughs> I, I I I am not so that's uh, yes. what makes me happy is I am not and yep. I I am very welcoming <laughs> um but yeah I I I don't know there's just something about it that like I said, every time Rose talks, you can, especially if she's talking with her brother, you can look at how she's reacting to everything he's saying because she knows he's too hot-headed to, like, pull this off. Um, and it just kind of, yes, it, it's it's very interesting that you can watch the movie and kind of get a whole t- a different take of it uh, watching it a second time. But it doesn't. I don't think to me it really holds up in the oh, scariness. Auction, that auction scene, bro. See, for me, the auction scene was like. While the first time I watched it, it was very interesting and very like, oh, like, edge of my seat basically. This time it was just like, yeah, okay. Like it just it doesn't hit as hard. Okay. Um, and and I think because we've seen a lot of scarier movies without a doubt um, yeah They're, even nope yeah. to me was scarier than this um okay. i think even us yeah even us was uh, us was pretty freaky yeah. um if yeah I, I, we talk about it every once in a while but if there's a score i could change it would be us as well uh this how scary score was probably you a lot too of scores low. you want to change <laughs> Yeah, I know, I do. Well, I, hey, my thoughts evolve and change Dude, over time. This is what we're going to our fourth year. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of reviews. I don't in even our know. League. We are on line four hundred in this Excel doc for our reviews. So at least four hundred game or no four hundred reviews. No, more than so 400 every episodes. review is three lines. So over a hundred movies. Okay, like, like hundred and fifty-ish movies. Damn. Hot damn! Wow. We are um, consistent. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Check us out uh, on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I just, it wasn't as scary. It wasn't very scary to me, like, at okay. all this time. I gave it an 8. That was a half a point higher than Nope. You're not going to hurt my feelings. I gave it a 3. Okay. Yeah, I just, I was in it for the story and the acting and the cinematography of it all more than the scary this time, like, hands down. Okay. So I put it in the subgenre of deranged man. Maybe even like mad scientist. Yeah, I thought mad scientist too, but like they really didn't like focus on the science. It was more like the white people being awful monsters, which is why I went up the way I went. What do you Can think? Can the subgenre just be like America? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> for plot, I gave it a ten, and you gave it a nine. For cinematography, we both gave it nines. For audio, I gave it an eight and a half. You gave it a seven and a half. And for how scary, I gave it an eight, and you gave it a three. That gives it a here's Johnny final score of an eighty. 
I have to scroll down just a little bit. Ooh, it's actually in very good company. It is tied with the video game Silent Hill. Interesting. Right below it are the movies It, The Lost Boys, OG Nightmare on Elm Street, Saw, and Scream, as well as the video game Resident Evil Remake. Right above it with 81, we have The New Candyman, the remake of The Crazies, The Exorcist, OG Halloween, Halloween Kills, and Train to Busan. And we have the video games Elden Ring and Resident Evil 4. God so damn, it is in, such a good game. <laughs> so it is in very, very good company. In comparison to the other Peel movies, it is actually the least rated Jordan Peel movie. Get Out has an 80, Us has an 85, and Nope has a 93. So there you have it. Any last thoughts on Get Out or Jordan Peele before we uh, put it behind us? No, I don't think so. Are you excited for his next flick? Yeah, the uh, which one? The stop animation one or the... I have no idea. I'm just asking more broadly. Are you excited to go see another movie of his? Yeah, so I know he is working on specifically. Uh, I don't know the the Jesus one. I don't know that one at all. Um, but I know he's working on Wendell and Wild, which is a dark fantasy comedy horror movie. Okay, I um, I have tried to not look up new projects, I like being surprised. So I, I just I, saw like the I, poster I for even, one day. Oh, I didn't even know. All right, cool. It's I'm coming to Netflix. It. It's a Netflix original or whatever speaking of that did you watch the trailer for wednesday no i have not we'll do that after we record okay. all right guys stick around for a commercial we'll have to start playing or figure out something i think i listened to their episode this week but i think harry potter is uh calling it quits really which means that i think we are the only active podcast in the kaleidoscope media network we're not really much of a network are we <laughs> So we'll need to talk about that when we start the new season, but that's all I got for this week, guys. Uh, we're going to head on into the closing. In their defense, I think it's they're stopping because they're graduating from college. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but, I, again, I haven't listened to the newest episode yet. Um, but remind me to tell you something in the Patreon cut. Okay. 
which will be happening soon for us, never for regular listeners and patrons soon too. Next week, we are reviewing Control. It is the, the video game that Justin has been waiting to play and review with me for a long time. Uh, I can definitely tell you I am enjoying my time with it. I'm going. I'm very, very excited to talk about it and review it. It's also been a while since we've done a game, so that's even better. Um, that's what all I got, bro. Anything else? Uh, I am going to tell you this right now because be ready for it and you will not hurt my feelings next week. Um, Control is one of my favorite games. Uh, I It started this like weird little chunk of my life in 2020 where I decided I was going to actually try and get some platinum trophies. Um, it started because of Control. I just, I just remember wanted... that. We, we talked about it in the pod. Oh yeah, I fucking love control. It's amazing. Um, so hey, you know what my scores are going to be next week? <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, nah, I'm just I'm excited because also after next week, we really we are going to get into it. Yeah, we have. So we're gonna, we're going to have a little bit of some fun stuff, then our Halloween stuff, which I think is going to be really, really, really fun. And then, yeah, diving into what the ad stuff as it comes along, but we've got a pretty fun season planned. Yeah, and uh, not that the regular listeners regular listeners will know, but there is one last switch around I'm gonna pull. Uh, yes, that we can talk about after. All right. Well, with that, I think it's time to head to the campfire. Uh, Patreon, stick around, and everyone else. Until next week, stay scary. Button. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. You guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We are looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tears, so head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later.